Coming to you on some serious tape delay via a podcast near you. From that hockey hotbed of San Jose, California, it's Dudes on Hockey. He is now accepting callers. He is calling me Dude. And now your hosts, Mike and Doug. Hey there, and welcome to the Dudes on Hockey Podcast. I'm Mike. That's Doug. Happy 2017, dude. You dude. look uh, refreshed and revived and a little a little chaz to you, a little clinking of glasses as we drink delicious ice liquids, dude. Cheers to all the listeners. 2017, Sharks in first place. What what could go wrong? A Vlasic injury? Who cares? <laughs> Have you seen the picture of him? No, not... I'll, I'll show it to you oh. in a minute. I want to get your on-air reaction. <laughs> but Is dude, it a candid? Like, did someone snap it while he wasn't no. looking? It wasn't like the Joe Thornton without a shirt mm, shot. But, mm, mm. Nice. Iced mm. beverages, dude. Nice. Always good. Yes. Happy New Year. Happy New Year to you, dude. Um, I just returned from the promised land, Mississippi. Nice. I don't wouldn't go that far to say nice. Almost nice. But... I wouldn't go that far to say almost nice, but it is a it is a place. It's a place. It is a place. that exists. It is. The food is awesome. It's always good to see family too. But there's just not a lot to do, dude. So you did text me a picture of you at Gus's fried chicken. Oh, at Gus's fried chicken. I was so jealous. I love Gus's. It's fried hard chicken. to explain how good it is. It is so good. It's so good, and the best part was my daughter. Ate some. Did she like it? She did. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I we had to. Gus's fried chicken is is spicy, you yeah. know. Yeah. So we had to, you know, we picked like the coating off. Mm-hmm. But she did like it. How could you not like it? You, if it's you don't like awesome. it, you're not human. Yeah. Right. It doesn't count. It's it's awesome. Anyways, you take away your passport. I think if you don't like it. Yeah, <laughs> dude. Over while I was there, I had the opportunity to read one of my Christmas presents, which is an, a book. I wouldn't. I don't know if it's a new book. Um, it looks like someone published it like in their garage. Yeah, I mean, it looks like it almost looks like a textbook. It yeah. has like a plain green cover with yellow writing. I know. No pictures, no flash, no product design involved. <laughs> so, it's- I found it on Amazon a couple months ago. I was just looking for new hockey books, right? Right. And I found this book, How to Bake an NHL Franchise from Scratch: The First Era of the Minnesota Wild, written by Tom Lynn who was the original uh, assistant GM of the Minnesota Wild and part of that, like Doug Riseborough. Yeah, uh, the initial team that... That initial team put that put the whole thing together. And it's a look from the inside. And there's there's a lot of really boring stuff in there. Yeah. Uh, but there's some really, really interesting things, especially um, an inside perspective on... Free agent day, draft day deals, oh, man, how all wait. that kind of stuff goes down. Um, there's a lot of stuff about Brent Burns, you know, who's really? a, an early cool. yeah. uh, figure in the Minnesota Wild. All good stuff, you know, nice. about Burnsy in terms of his character and, you know, um, an interesting conversation that evidently went down between uh, the GM and Burns about his uh, career path. I mean, his flip-flopping from forward to D was happening over there as well. I right. really wasn't totally aware of that. Some stuff about Tom McClellan, who was the sure. AHL coach yep. of the Houston Arrows before he moved on 
to Detroit. So, dude, I have finished it. I pass it to you. Oh, I'm so excited. I hope that you you enjoy it. And there's some stuff about very early hockey analytics in here. Oh, nice. That I think uh, you're going to enjoy. It is over 400 pages long. (laughs) And because I was in Mississippi, I actually, I had nothing to do. And you read the whole thing? I read this book. Oh, my God. So... Um, enjoy, dude. I love long books. I'm very excited. No, you'll like it. And I bet you'll, I mean, there's definitely stuff that you can kind of scan through and, you know, I mean, the, the detailed recap of the entire season, I wasn't that interested in. Right. Like the 2001 Minnesota Wild season. I really wanted to get to, you know, the, something really interesting in here is the trade. Westwald. Boxers oh, or briefs? West Walls. West Walls, yeah. boxers or briefs, dude. The, the, Answer the question. The trade of Pavel Dimitra from the Kings oh, to the Wild. Yeah. There's some really interesting stories of, about that in here, about how it all went down. And gosh, I, I tabbed something too, and I'm trying to remember what I what I folded over, dude. I see, but, I see it's right here, dude. Um, it's right there. Thank you, dude. Um, after uh, the... Patrick Rissmiller quote? No. No? Dude, you're reading. I can't a book. remember, dude. You're I, reading a book I know, on the I know, air. I'm Not so a good sorry. idea. After you finish the book, we'll talk about it. Okay. Okay. We will. So there you have it, dude. That's uh, really cool, dude. I want to show you one of my uh, Christmas presents. Hold on. Okay. Still time. Wait a second. <laughs> if you're gonna, oh, some sharks, socks, nice. Sharks argyle socks. Yeah, dude. I got a sharks polo. Remember the one we were looking at? We went to the shark store. Um, at the Calgary game, and I went down. I was like, "Ooh, that's kind of a nice polo." My wife had already bought it, so I'm glad I did not <laughs> buy it, dude. My sister-in-law is actually a huge Giants fan, and mm-hmm. so you know, we do the the drawing. And so at Christmas, she got me, and she was so excited. She got me all the shark stuff because she's you know a, a huge Giants fan. She understands the diehard fandom because she she has so much giant stuff and so she was happy to get me all this funny shark stuff and actually my wife got me a db22 jersey that's awesome because a white one because i don't have a white sharks jersey so i got a white db22 jersey it was something i kind of asked for us so kind of mentioned it i said oh, i wouldn't mind yeah you know, now that he's you know because if i wear it he won't be traded <laughs> so it's actually you're safe i'm safe it's safe to finally have the great db22 on my jersey so i am going to wear it to the game that we are going to coming up against the detroit red wings I'm which going is to also it. the golden seals t-shirt giveaway dude which i can't oh, wait for that oh yeah that's right there's gonna be all kinds of golden seals uh memorabilia out that night and that's a double dip for me that day dude because yeah taking my daughter to her first hockey game barracuda. the pucks and princesses day oh at the barracuda so i figured a perfect way to introduce her so Anyways, lots of hockey to look forward to, but we certainly have some hockey to talk about. Plenty. The Sharks uh, playing well going into 2017, dude. They fall in L.A. on New Year's Eve, but uh, up to then, uh, the Sharks had won four in a row. They had won eight of nine. Eight of nine. They were playing very well with some good wins. Against some good teams. And Aaron Dell pitched a shutout against Philly. He sure did. And, and you know, there's so much discussion right now about Dell needing to play more, which it's hard to argue about that. Yeah. You know, you don't want to see Martin Jones get worn down. Dell, I'm sure, is feeling some heat from down below because Troy Grosnick is playing very well 
for the the Barracuda. Yeah, but how can you how can you not play Dell? He's he's like well, I know what I'm saying, but it's when he gets his opportunity to do what I'm saying is he's pl- making the most of it. Yeah, because if he was failing, then you know the Sharks would be scouring around for. Sure. Orlish Pavlovich or whoever uh, or I hear Yaroslav Halak's available. No way. Yes, he got just got sent to the minors. Halak got Halak, sent to the He got demoted. Who's playing out there? Thomas Christ. That's right. That's right. Oh my god. So yeah, the Islanders are a hot mess. But yeah, Halak <laughs> has been horrible this year. He's been horrible. So wow. yeah, he got demoted. So there's some big ticket guys out there, but Aaron Dell right now leaves no question. I mean, he's he's playing well. And and you hope that there can be some more playing time there better, coming up. There better be. I mean, how the only thing more frustrating than not playing would be playing really well and then not playing. Right. <laughs> Which is exactly what he's doing. I know. But, I, I mean, for him, this is his first taste. I'm sure he's anxious to play. You look at the schedule coming up, and you got to think that he's going to draw, you know, either the Edmonton or the Calgary game on the road next week. I do not think he plays this week against Minnesota or LA and maybe he plays against Detroit because Detroit kind of stinks. Yeah. But um but I don't think so. You know, I I think that they'll roll out you Martin gotta Jones. You got to get him in a game against a team where I mean Philly Philly's good, dude. Philly's, Philly's a playoff good. team. They, they had a huge they had a huge run at the beginning of December as those who watched the telecast know. They had a huge run at the beginning of December. They won 10 or 11 in a row and then they kind of went on a skid and they didn't look great against the Sharks. I don't think they looked horrible. They didn't look terrible, but they didn't look great. It was good to see Dell in there against a pretty potent offense in a lot of ways. Right. Certainly a potent power play. But I, I really would like to see Dell take a crack at it's not like he has to play against Chicago, but a, a team that's decent. A well, team maybe that's they'll play good. against Edmonton, dude. I mean, you know, yeah. maybe maybe we'll see that coming up. The Sharks certainly have a lot of home cooking coming up in January here, with an opportunity to really, you know, separate themselves uh, in the Pacific with with a good amount of home games, dude. Uh, I guess if we're going all the way back to before we recorded last time, dude, what was the last game? Calgary? It was after the Calgary game. So we have the Edmonton head-to-head battle between the two top teams in the Pacific, dude. What did you think of the Edmonton Oilers seeing them in person? They're good. They're pretty good. And McDavid is scary good. That's right. that's the one. That's the major takeaway I took away is this kid is already great. He's right. already great. And, of course, you know, you hear that he's – He's already got 40 points and all this kind of business and, and, you know, MVP talks already out there. But when you see him in person and you see him try to make a move around Mark Edward Vlasic and try to make a move around Brent Burns and have so much confidence with the puck at such a young age, making these kinds of plays and not making stupid plays like, oh, I'm the best out here and I'm going to make this play and at you know, it's center ice where if it gets turned over, I'm screwed. It's an odd man rush the other way. This guy makes confident smart plays in the right places and he succeeds and it's he he makes some good nhl players look pretty stupid at times it was kind of i mean finally after five how many even number one overall picks finally they get a guy this guy is going to be a generational talent yeah he's a game changer he changes the whole temperature in edmonton right and now that's going to be a team that people are going to want to join up with right in free agency we're going to see them emerge as a power soon. I think so. I think and you're right. 
you know, I still I don't like their D. No, I, I don't I think either. that their D is weak. And they have some decent pieces, but they really need, until they get their Latang, until they get their Burns, until they get their, you know, Subin type character, mm-hmm. you know, they're going to struggle, I think, because uh, they're not going to be able to win a series like the Edmonton Oilers did when they went on their run the last time, where they just sort of... right. You know, bullied and grind you into into you mean submission. The, the Rafi Torres Edmonton right, Oilers, right? I mean, like that that group. You know, the the it was the Horkoff, yeah, uh, Torres, that group, Pronger, mm-hmm. that made you crazy, right? Yep. So totally different. This kind is of team. totally different. Yeah. Totally different. But interesting that they they have some real blockheads on that team you know <laughs> some real blockheads i assume you're referring to zach, zach cassie just yeah. went completely mental <laughs> yeah which you know we're going to talk about the expansion draft again here in a little bit but it's just solidified that we've got to protect michael haley <laughs> this well part. we got some amendments to the expansion uh, draft yeah. discussion which a lot of listeners were cool enough to tweet at us and doug did some more research and we'll talk more about that in detail but you're right zach cassian completely lost his mind yeah i mean he looked like he was I half expected him to actually get down on the ice and pound it with his fist like a child and having yeah. a tantrum in a sandbox. Yeah. It was, I mean, it was good. The Sharks weathered the storm this last week against, you know, two pretty ugly teams, you know, and, and they and, did not, they did not deserve to win against Anaheim and they won. Sure. That, but, they but, did not play well. But good teams win those kind of games, That's dude. Right. And those are the kind of games that the Sharks in the past 10 years they haven't won. Yeah. And yeah, you're they got outplayed in that game and they won. And that's awesome. Like and who cares? Like right. I, you find a way to win, you find a way to get it done. And and they did. So uh I don't think we need to spend a ton of time on on that game. No. Um I do love uh going back to the LeBanc uh, overtime, yeah. uh, the LeBanc goal, mm-hmm. right, dude? I mean, this guy, LeBanc, he's good. He's good. He's good. Yeah. And and it, you know, I'm sure we'll talk a little bit more about the Sharks' depth and, you know, people lighting themselves on fire about how, you know, Schlemko got banished and whatever that was about. We'll yeah. never know, you know, but um, these guys, good players, Wingles, Nieto, not being able to play, Ward being cycled in and out of the lineup. These are good problems to have, you yeah. know? But LeBanc and Meyer, they deserve to be out there. I mean, they mm-hmm. are always energized, and in, they're in the middle of everything. Yeah. Like, you notice them. You notice them often, dude. Mm-hmm. And that's exciting. I like that. I can't remember the last time we've had this many young players, Tierney, LeBanc, Meyer, <clears throat> who are so exciting to watch. Yeah. And you know that they'll be around for several years. Yeah. And we're not even talking about the guys in the Barracuda. We're not even talking no, about I mean, Barclay Goodrow. And there's some good players down there that, that aren't able to find their way up here right now. And that's the way you want it. I mean, mm-hmm. that's the way you want it. You don't want to be in a situation where you're forced to play somebody because you just don't have anybody else. Right. The Sharks aren't in that spot, dude. And it's a good place to be in. LA, dude, couldn't beat the Kings. But the Kings, they were on a mission. Yeah. And you could see it in the first period. Like, they were going to win that game. They hadn't played at home in a long time. 
they were pissed and they were looking to make a statement. And I was proud of the Sharks and how they fought back at the end. Yeah. And I'm still, I, dude, I, I don't give a crap. I'm not scared of the Kings. This version of the Kings, yeah. it's Diet Kings. It's King Zero. <laughs> I'm not afraid of them. Like, okay, good job, you guys. You beat us one time. Mm-hmm. Let's, I would love to see you in yeah. April. I mean, we, we heard him bad last, last yeah, playoffs. And right? we will again. Yeah. If we draw them again, I'm not afraid. Like, I'm just not. I don't think they're that good. Well, we're going to see him again. I wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise me if the Sharks win tomorrow night against uh, the Kings. I, I, I think they will, yeah. actually. And I think they might spank them heartily. Yeah. I, I, they're not going to like what happened. And there's not, you'll, I, I would imagine you'll see by how they come out tomorrow mm-hmm. that they're going to do the same thing to the Kings that the Kings did to them. Uh, on New Year's Eve. Yep. Dude, well, let's go back to... I know we got some tweets, and we got at least one email about uh, the expansion. And one one uh, tool that we have now availed ourselves of is uh, capfriendly.com. It seems like there's a new uh, cap site every year. Dude, I think it, I think the, um, the new career path for if you want to work for an NHL team, you start a website that shows the salary cap because like the last four sites like everybody gets hired by somebody and so then, are you saying you're gonna start a site yes i am dude i am do it okay yeah um well we got an email uh from krista to kick off the discussion vegas can't take don's goy first and second year pros aren't available to be drafted no protection required we probably mentioned don's goy as a guy that we needed to protect last week and so now we have we have dived we have dived we dove we yeah we have divin yeah, I know exactly. That's <laughs> I almost said that. Anyway, grammar wow. grammar aside, we have looked closely into this matter, and we have gone to Cap uh, Cap Friendly, which has a page specifically for the players that are that can be protected and must be protected, and are do not need to be protected under any conditions. And luckily, in the exempt column, we have Jonas Donskoy, we have Timo Meyer, we have obviously Gold Dolbin and Danny O'Regan and these kinds of guys. We also have Kevin LeBanc, which is important. And so it's nice that none of these guys we have to use a slot from. And also, as someone tweeted at us and we followed up and found on a Sportsnet site, uh, no one, and that means no one, is required to be protected. And I know last week we were up, or last time we were operating on the condition that we thought both Joel Ward and Paul Martin need to be protected. And I think this completely changes the calculus, does it not? Yeah, well, we're operating on what we see on other sites as their no-move clauses, right? But we're, we're not looking at their contracts. No yeah. one is. We can't see. So we know by the memo the NHL put out saying that these are the players. Right. And maybe we can put it on Twitter if people haven't seen it. That These are the players that that cannot be selected. And the Sharks had no one on that list. That's so that right. means that whatever no-move, no-trade clauses that these players have, there is language in these clauses that says you may be exposed in the expansion draft if such a draft occurs because mm-hmm. when the clauses were drawn up or when the contracts were drawn up there was no expansion team so interesting right yeah. that the sharks are not bound to paul martin the sharks are not bound to joel ward and certainly you can see by the way joel ward has played now uh, joel ward will probably score this stanley cup winning goal <laughs> yeah at this point uh, but you can see 
how he's played that right now, you could say there's no way in hell that we're protecting him. Right. Like that's not going to happen if you can't get in the lineup. So, in terms of Krista's email, you know, she also talked about Dylan Demello, how Demello would be protected, and actually. Krista, from what I understand and what Cap Friendly is saying is is that he does need to be protected because this is, uh, from what I read, and I could be completely wrong, right? But uh, players who are in their second contract, so Dylan DeMello is in his second contract. If you are a second-year player in your entry-level deal, which is what Jonas Donskoy is... Oh, you mean Dylan DeMello? No, no. I'm talking about Donskoy. Donskoy is exempt because he is in his first contract and he's a second-year player. DeMello actually is a fifth-year pro because... I'm sorry. He's a fourth-year pro because this is his second contract. Okay. He signed an entry-level deal three years ago and played in junior and then played for the minor league team and then played a handful of games for the Sharks. And now he's in his second contract. So that means that he is not available to be exempt and he must be protected uh, by the team, dude, from what I understand. Now, um, we're looking at the chart here, and I see you just pointed to this. It says players who meet or are projected to meet the exposure requirements are highlighted in green. So are we thinking that maybe DeMello won't hit the exposure requirements, dude? That might be the case. So wait a second. So this whole rant that I just went on could be wrong. If he plays enough, it looks like it, it right now they are not projecting him to be uh, uh have to, to so be exposed. 15 games. No, wait. So he, if he plays 15 more games this year, he will meet the requirement. I think so. There is some sort of... So uh, do you think... There's this 40-70, which I think right. is 40 games last year and 70 over DeMello, the last two. Will DeMello play 15 more games this year? That's a good question. Will they... Maybe they won't... Uh, maybe they won't play him in order to keep him out. And off the expansion list? Yeah. Interesting chess. So you can certainly ignore what I just said to a point. To a point. To a point. He is not automatically exempt. But you have to have either played but I don't think 40 it. games this year right. or 70 combined over the last two years. That's right. Right? So he is 15 games away from that requirement. Like you can see that Tim Heed... Needs to play 40 games. Right. Mirko Mueller needs to play 40 games. He'll never make it. Right. Dan Kelly needs to play 40 games. Right? Yep. Um, this could be one reason why Schlepp Barclay... But, well, no, but you could see that Barclay Goodrow isn't going to make it. Mm-hmm. So he'll be exempt. That right. could be a reason right. that we're not seeing him That's right true. Now. That's a good you know, point. Um, that is all coming to fruition right now as we ramble so anyways dude that's the scoop with dylan demello as we sort of talked it out he's 15 games away so if he plays tomorrow which it looks like he might Mm -hmm. because uh schlemko was hurt and vlasic i'd like to see the picture dude okay here's the picture oh (laughs) a visible wince from doug oh what the hell he doesn't even look like himself like his whole 
upper lip and nose is like so swollen, he doesn't even look like Lassic. It's like you almost wouldn't recognize him. Yeah. And, and he's got, it looks like he has stitches on his upper lip and he has a black eye too. I think he should, he, he should sit out for a while. <laughs> his, like the middle part of his face looks like you put a balloon inside of it. Yeah. Or, <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's rough. Yeah. Dude, just, I know th- it makes sense to you. I hope that that makes sense to all the listeners as I sort of figured it out as I was talking. So, dude, who are we protecting? Now, well, let's question, play a little game. Let's play right? a little game here. Okay. Um, we are protecting Logan Turner. We're protecting Joe Pavelski. We're protecting Brent Burns. We're protecting Vlasic. All right. So now, here we go. Yeah. Okay. Um, we're protecting Justin Braun. Yes, we are protecting okay. Justin Braun. We are protecting Tomas Hurdle. Let's assume that he comes back and is healthy. Okay. I think we have to assume that he's... You're, we're protecting Chris Tierney. Yes, we have to protect Tierney. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. We have one more, right? So we can either do... Eight. Another... Wait. The formula is seven forwards, three D. One goalie or eight, eight four, skaters. Eight skaters. So now here comes the questions, right? Yeah. Do you want to protect Martin, Dylan, or Schlemko? Or, or do you want to protect Bodker, Bodker Carlson, and Ward, maybe? and not play any games and protect Joe Thornton? Right. Right. That's the question. And obviously, we're not protecting Patrick Marlowe here. So I, 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 I have an answer. What? What do we do? You go. You protect the three forwards. You protect Bodker and Carlson. Yep. And uh, I still think they're going to go with the wink, wink, nudge, nudge, say no more agreement with Joe Thornton. Right. And you protect. We don't really need to protect anybody. Ward. I mean, we could. Protect you protect. Ward. You, pr- you, you protect Joe Ward. Yeah. Protect Joe Ward, or you could protect Thorne. Okay, sure. unclick, unclick, unclick Bodker. Okay. Unclick Carlson. Okay. Okay. I take it back. You protect Schlemko or Dylan. Oh God, it's God, so they hard. can't. Even, they won't even put. You Schlemko protect in the Dylan. Lineup. You protect Dylan. They, 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 I'm not saying that that's right, but I think that's what they'll do. He is only 26. <clears throat> they'll protect Dylan, and, and then you it. dare them to take. You feel comfortable enough, and you dare them to take Bodker. Or, or no, they well, yeah. I mean, you dare them to take Bodker. You know, the m- more likely they'll take Schlemko. They could take Martin, or they'll, or probably not. I think the val- most valuable player there is Schlemko. Signed, he's a good player. He's signed to a decent deal, you know. Um, and then you, I mean, they could very well take a guy like Milk or Carlson. I mean, you're kind of looking at him, going, hmm. Now he'll be a restricted free agent and. Vegas is only allowed to take a certain number. Oh, wow. They have to take, um, I think... This is so complicated. Yeah, it is. It's complicated. There's a number, and I don't remember what it is, but there's a number on how many uh, players under contract they have to select. So it's not like they're selecting, you know, Michael Haley, a UFA with no intention of assigning him. Right. right? Or they're going to... I'm going to select... you know, Tim Heed and never sign him, <laughs> yeah. right? Um, so it's interesting, you know, it, it's interesting, dude. So that's kind of where we are. Yeah. Um, 
I mean, I think the other thing that y- you could... Oh, Aaron Dell is out of contract, so... Yeah, Dell's going to... Wait, how are the Sharks going to manage this? How is this going to work? Because you have only, to you can have... protect one goalie. Well, wait. Oh, wait, no, he's not out of contract. He's, he's, he's signed until 2018. You have to expose one goalie. Yes, you do. You have to expose Dell. So if... Well, hold on. Well, if you're Vegas... Do you take Aaron Dell? You might. Maybe you take Aaron Dell. But, I mean, for instance, <laughs> why wouldn't you take Matt Murray from the Pittsburgh Penguins? Because they have to protect Marc-Andre Fleury. <laughs> right. He, he would be first on my list if I was... Or Michael Neuverth from the... From the um, from the Philadelphia Flyers. No, I don't know. I think I think I, I think, I think uh, Aaron Ward is or Aaron Dell is not going to be uh, high on the list. But they have to take three. I, I mean, think, yeah, I guess they could. Anyways, dude, we'll we'll have so much time to get into yeah all of the ins and outs here of of the expansion draft. But thank you, Krista, for emailing and pointing all this stuff out. And it's interesting, you know. We'll have to watch the Dylan Demello dance here as the season progresses. We're how many games in, dude? Yeah. I mean, it's interesting because like the Sharks could really protect a lot of guys. You know, they could like effectively have almost everybody under wraps, everybody good. It's 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 we won't know the real answer until we know how healthy is Tomas Hurdle. Yes. Um will Bodker and Ward pull their collective heads out? Right. If they're playing the way they are, which I think Bodker's been better, but yes. you haven't seen it statistically. Yeah. But like if they're playing the way they are, then you're then it's easy. You protect Brendan Dillon. Like that's that's an easy decision at that point. Or you protect David Schlemko or you protect Paul Martin, which I think is unlikely. But you you do. I mean, we're how many games in, dude? I mean, what what game number is this? We're how many Like games? how many games have the Sharks 37. played? 37. So with uh oh math 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 we're four away 40 from the half. how many games 41. are left no 45 more games yeah 40 yeah 41 is Dylan DeMello not going to play 15 more games in 45 games he's yeah i know it seems unlikely I, mean, like, I you think he won't i think he will i, I think, think he will, he will. I, think I think he will too but again i think that there's going to be Vlasic's face alone that's five <laughs> yeah. games <laughs> That's true. You, you know, and then some other bumps and bruises. But will they will they hold him out? You know, in order to will they play Mirko Mueller instead? And there's a whole cap situation too. The Sharks are kind of cap effed yeah, they are. a little bit right now. Yep. Anyways, dude, we've been talking so much about this. It's, it's kind of interesting. It is fun. It is fun. Let's look ahead to this week, dude. All right, dude. Kings again. Kings again. I think a spanking is in order. Yeah. We've got uh, the Minnesota Wild. Yep. So hot. Finally cooled off a little bit. Yep. Uh, by by Columbus. Wait, who won that game? Uh, <laughs> now, now I'm not sure. Uh, Columbus won that game. Oh, did they? I don't know. Let me look. But Minnesota has been, obviously. Yes, Columbus won that game, dude. Okay. So, um Columbus is the best team in the NHL. <laughs> They've won um, 15 straight. <laughs> 15. So that's going to be interesting to see Minnesota in town um, for the first time. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then 
On Saturday, we have Detroit, who is not so good. Right. They are not a good team this year. <laughs> They're 500. A shell of themselves. Yeah. And you know the Sharks will be challenged. They will be challenged early in the week. So I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, I'm just looking over our Vegas uh, picks and everything. I'm just seeing how how I'm doing. Well, let's look here, dude. Uh, if the playoffs go to the uh, yeah. at the top, it says playoff scenarios here up top right. There you go. Let's see how we're doing, dude. How will we do? Montreal, that's me versus yep. Washington. That's you. Yep. Ottawa, that's you mm-hmm. versus Boston. That's me. Mm-hmm. Columbus, that's you. Yeah. Congrats, dude. <laughs> when they lose to Philly, that's going to be so humiliating. I was so smart to pick Columbus. Like Philly, that's me. Yeah. Pittsburgh, that's me. Yep. Rangers, that's you. So we're, we have a team in every, every series. series. How fun would that be? Yeah. Uh, Sharks, in Cal- that's us. And I have Calgary. And you have Calgary. Yeah. I have the Ducks. You have the Oilers. That's a scary pick right now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I have you, Chicago. You have Chicago. You have LA. Yeah. You have Minnesota. I have St. Louis. Yep. So I'm looking uh, okay. Yeah, you are looking pretty good. Uh, Tampa Bay is, out. is on the outs for right now, but I I don't believe it. I just I refuse to believe it. Nashville also yep. on the outs. I also refuse to believe it. I think that both those teams will be in at the end, and we'll see what happens. Yep. Yep. Yeah, well, you know, like you said, Detroit and then Edmonton uh, a week uh, from tomorrow. Yeah. In Edmonton, of course, this time. But You just uh, hope on Saturday the Sharks can stay focused on the Red Wings and not be thinking about that game. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, the Red Wings game on Saturday, it seems like it could be a little bit of a trap. The last home game in the series mm-hmm. uh, against kind of a Kakaria team. And you know that you're going to Edmonton and it'll be 50 below. You have to wear like eight pairs of chonies. Yeah, but it's not like the Sharks have something to prove because they won the game. Right. They won you know, the game before. Yeah, that's true. So I'm not I'm not super worried about that. Did game. you watch the outdoor game? No. <laughs> I didn't. I saw that. like uh, I no, I watched I I watched a little bit. The of, nos- this, it's it's worn off on it, me. Yeah, me the too. The novelty, it's worn off. I know, me too. And like going to the game would be fun, but we don't live in a cold weather climate. And obviously I went to the game at Levi. And that was fun, but you know it's hard to see the game, and it's just better if it's cold. And I'm glad they're having it in cold climates because it is a little. I just feel like it's weird to have it like fake in San Jose, where it's like <laughs> six, it's like seventy the... degrees, you know, and they have fake snow or whatever. <laughs> it just seems lame. Well, I don't think that would be one coming back anytime soon, dude. Yeah, I don't think so either. Yeah, I don't know. The Niners could use the money. Yeah, they could. Got to pay all these coaches. Did you see that they're paying like their yeah. former coaches like $64 million? I'm sure they can afford it. Dude, Niners, $64 million. Niners are making money hand over fist. They're doing fine. I don't think so. No? No. They get all that shared uh, TV money, don't they? Uh, dude, they're, they're a disaster. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. A total disaster, dude. I was, you know, I actually saw the overtime of the Pittsburgh game, and it looked like Cleveland was actually going to win. And then, but no. Yeah, someone probably went, oh, this is probably not a good idea. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And they're like, oh, yeah, okay. Uh, uh, yeah, we're going to forget <laughs> it. I'll lose this one. Dude? Dude, Sharks are playing well. I have, I have, I have no complaints about the Sharks right now, which, no. as you know, is rare for me. Yeah, we're, 
We're living in good times right now, dude. You know, I think the shark's depth is impressive. And when the biggest problem that we have is that we can't find playing time for all the guys, yeah. that's a great problem to have. You want to have competition for roster spots so that people can't get too comfortable. Yeah. And it doesn't matter who you are. It doesn't matter what your name is right now. I still don't... I, I don't think I'm ever going to understand the Schlemko thing. You know, because you look at his advanced stats, his advanced stats are great. I, his game, his first game back against Philly, I thought he played great. Dude, read this book. Is I'm there telling a sh- you, Schlemko there's, in there? no, there's not a Schlemko thing in there, but there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes that, you know, one thing that they, this guy talks about. What, do they like bench people because they don't like their kids or something? No, I mean, I mean, but there's there's just, there's things that this guy writes about that he says that there's stuff that I, I, and listen, I'm not implying that there's anything that happened with David Schlemko. I don't, don't know. Seems like, we, we don't, don't know. know. But this guy said there's so much stuff that happens behind the scenes that by the time you finally hear about something, like it boils over to like a public incident, there's probably been multiple warnings, yeah. attempted interventions, and, you know, all of these things that have happened that if you went back and looked at the, you know, the 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 signs they were there you know i'm not saying that's the case you're here. telling oh. me that david schlemko's beard is suspect <laughs> i know what you're saying i'm saying that he could it could have been that you know the sharks wanted to get a closer look at dylan Demello before they decide whether they're going to trade him or hold him out to keep him yeah they could have uh, and they're not going to say they can't say that to anybody. Hey, no. uh, David, you're going to sit for a few games because we want to see if this kid is worth protecting in the expansion draft. Like, yeah. they're not going to say that, right? right? Certainly not to the press, right? And if you look at the guys on the team, if you're going to do that kind of you know, dick move, you're going to do <laughs> it to David Schlemko because he's been on the team the least. Yeah, yeah, that's what I think happens. Really? I think that that's what happened. The Sharks are trying to evaluate Dylan DeMello and they can't do it. When he's sitting upstairs eating an Oscar Mayer. Yeah. Like they can't do that. Yeah. So they had to let him play. They didn't know Vlasic was gonna take, you know, a buckshot to the face. Yeah. He doesn't look good. No. Vlasic does not look good. I would I'm glad that didn't happen for the, you know although it would be funny if they took the team photo like right now. <laughs> I would love that. Uh um, dude, there's <laughs> I got to tell you one story okay. from from this book, okay? All right. It 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 is about the Pavel Dimitri thing, though, okay. but it doesn't ruin the whole thing. Rest in peace, so Pavel I, Dimitri. <laughs> yeah, and it has nothing to do with Pavel Dimitri. Okay, good. So the Pavel Dimitri trade was a draft pick, and Patrick O'Sullivan, right? Do you remember that guy, Patrick O'Sullivan? Yeah. You know, heralded uh, prospect, right? He was the guy who had trouble with his dad or something. Yes, he was. Yeah, and he guy. had trouble all over. So there's a really good article about Patrick O'Sullivan. I think um, I think he's an analyst now. I think he is, I, yeah. But um, like, there was a really good article years ago. If you want to, if anybody wants to dig it up and read about Patrick O'Sullivan, it's a really good article written about him. So um, <laughs> he's troubled, right? I yes, mean, he's had yeah. some trouble. He had a lot of issues with his dad, if right, I recall. Right. Yeah. And so um, Lombardi evidently was nervous. He liked the player, but was nervous about acquiring him because he sure. knew that he had some baggage, right? Right. So. After the trade is done, Lombardi goes over to the Minnesota table and wants to call Patrick O'Sullivan because that's standard, right? Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. Minnesota's notified him and they're going to, uh, they're going to, LA is going to call him. Yeah. And he goes, Can I have his cell? And this guy, Tom Lynn, who's the assistant GM, goes, 
well, yeah, and gives us the number. And he says, and that's actually, that's his cell. And he goes, his cell phone? He goes, no, that's his cell. He's, <laughs> he's, he's in jail. He's in jail. <laughs> and Dean Lombardi, he said, Dean Lombardi like turned like white. You know, it was like, what? And he's like, uh, that was a joke. I'm sorry. Like, <laughs> he said it was you totally me- the wrong. With them? He totally messed with him. Oh my god! At the worst point. But I thought that, that was. I thought that was hilarious. That is amazing. No, no, it's, <laughs> it's really, really his, his cell, cell phone. <laughs> we just traded you guys in prison. Uh, I thought that was. That's a great. Yeah, goof. that's a good story. Dude. I would so, love to meet this guy and, and have him sign this book just for that story. So. um Hope you enjoy the book, dude. I'm looking forward to talking about more of the fun stuff in there. And Sharks fans, happy new year. Happy new year to everybody. Send us some questions. Questions at dudesonhockey.com. Tweet at us. We've got an exciting second half of the season to come. Dude, maybe we should try and get some guests. Yeah. What do you think? It's been a while. It does require work, though. We can do it. On the downside. On the upside. It could make for an actual interesting uh, Delicious iced beverages. That's true, too. We could always share those with the guests. All right. Well, dude, we got some good games coming up, and uh, I'm happy for the new year. Go Sharks. Chaz. Hate the show? Want to get your questions on the air? Email questions at dudesonhockey.com. Dudes on Hockey is not affiliated with the San Jose Sharks organization or the National Hockey League.